As pages turning in a book, so flow the days of our months. Hey, I'm Candice. I'm playing Chiom Koga, a water genasi monk who is a student of the Way of the Shadows style. I'm Nick. My character's Enzo. He's a tiefling monk who is a student of the Order of the Voiceless. I'm Walker. I'm playing Bron Wilberkins, a Goliath monk who is a student of the Winslow Wallace Falkmore School. And I'm Scott, your announcer and dungeon master. This is Days of Our Monks. In our last episode, Four combatants from the Side of Light were forced to battle to retain their positions in the tournament. Among them, the brave halfling Dela. After a bracing breakfast and encouragement from our heroes, Dela expressed her affection for Brawn, catching the Goliath monk completely off guard. As one, the four previously defeated combatants faced a fearsome opponent, Rizrel the Pirate, a bizarre creature with not only the body of a drider, but the ability of a phase spider to step between the planes, a dreaded phase rider. Using their every tactical skill and drawing on their every martial ability, the monks were able only to delay the inevitable. With a deviously poisoned blade, the phase rider cut down each of the light side's combatants in turn, ending his free of death with the beloved Dela. Dela is dead dead what would you like to do at this point in time where are there any medics on standby there are a couple they're in there Braun, who for the first time since you've met him is not smiling Braun is going to start parting the crowd and he is going to give them a look like if you're not there in five seconds you're gonna go there through the air give me a strength roll all right you have advantage Thanks. because moment Okay, that's going to be a nat 1 and a nat 20. Oh, you roll like me! <laughs> I will give you the 20. <laughs> so you literally send... You know, people who are trying to get in there and clean the thing, you send the cleaning crew over the ropes on either side. It's kind of spectacular. <laughs> the medic crew is like, ah, oh, crap! And, and one of them just vaults to get in there. The other one's coming up behind. Medicine roll... And it looks up at you and, I'm sorry. Don't just... say you're sorry. <clears throat> Fix the issue. Uh. Yeah, I think Enzo followed him down there and is just going to scream like, Fix it, damn it! He pulls a very expensive looking potion out of his bag. Like, there's only one there and he's probably the only one here who's got one. And gives it to her. Like, Potion of Resurrection, if anything will work, it's not working. And he starts checking her over. He gets this look on his face like, they're going to kill me. Ah, oh, yeah. crap, they're going to kill me. <laughs> he he yeah, holds... She's up. Eyes are on fire. He holds aside the collar of her gi, and you see tattoos uh, on her left collarbone. Uh, she's in service to a organization of law and rules 
uh, whatever deal she's got with the people that <clears throat> she's working for, it's preventing me from resurrecting her. Uh, I, I have done all I got. I'm sorry. And where are they? Presumably in the world that she came from. Does um, she have anything on her? Like a ring or... Nah, she wasn't wearing... She, she's got a room up above like you folks do, but she she wouldn't go into the... Under the tatami, into the fight with uh, jewelry on. The other three get carted off and... Uh, the Mind Flayer is just there, looking down. And for a Mind Flayer, he looks sad. Not Maybe not because of what happened, but because you folks are, you know, sitting there radiating upsetness, as well as some of the other... The, the folks in the stands were actually generally getting into the whole thing, and, you know, she looked like she was the one who had a chance. Mind Flayer's like... Uh, the potion, at the very least, should preserve her for some time. So, if we can find an option, we'll take one. You are currently the closest thing to family that she has here. She fought well. She fought bravely and with inspiration. I can preserve her intellect. She has performed well enough that I would <clears throat> gladly add her intellect to the pool. And would we be able to restore it to her body later? It's a one-way trip, I'm afraid. We have time. That may be the only option. Think about it. I would be willing, but I do not know her as well as likely you do. I, you can find me here, and he backs off. Back to the medic. Preserve her as best you can. Uh, yes, sir. Will do. Um, do my best. And the other, the other medic has gotten here by now and you know, confirms the findings, and it's like, we, we need to get a preservation on this yesterday go go get all the stuff like well yeah but we gotta go get all the stuff look at him go get all the stuff <laughs> so there there is a somber mood they break the event for a little while folks can go get rested and emotionally uh calm down a little bit perhaps and uh they will take her to her room and lay her in state and uh put all the preserving spells they can on her it'll Give you a couple of days to make a decision. Blaze stops by and just nods. Doesn't say a damn thing. You can give me insight on him. Nope. Ron's not capable of insight at the moment. Okay. Uh, I'm out of it right now. I rolled an eight. Chio is 100% focused on helping Braun, de Braun potentially deal with a loss as someone who has dealt with a lot of loss herself. So, she's just kind of being a silent support for now. And, like, if he looks like he's thirsty, she gives him a cup of water kind of thing. <laughs> um, anyone examining the tattoos on her collarbone can give me an insight roll. Or, an, or actually, no, an arcana roll. For, for what? Examining the tattoos on her collarbone. The, the thing that's preventing her from being resurrected. Uh, I'll, I'll do that. I'm not smart enough. I, I wouldn't 18. even try. 18. It's not from your homeworld. She, she is from a different realm. But you recognize the symbols. Uh, there are symbols for law, uh, symbols for contract, binding, and evil. This is not the kind of marking someone puts on themselves. It is very primal. It is as, as close to the primal planes of law as it gets. 
Borderline Primordial. Borderline Primordial. Yes, that's why you can get it. Okay. I'm going to explain this to Bronn. I see. There is a light knock on the door. I'll answer it. It is Captain Succubus. She does not look well at the moment. She's kind of got the, she's got the puffy eyes and the makeup looks like it's been repaired 15 or 16 times. I will take her aside and help her with her makeup really fast because I know that's something that's probably important to her. Gee, thanks you. Just because I'm a demon doesn't mean I don't understand. Um, I don't pe- judge people on their appearance or heritage. I judge them on who they are and the actions they take. She reaches into her cleavage and pulls out a really small vial. It's got a black liquid in it. It's a potion of negotiation. They come from the deepest level of hell. I see. Something, some deal she made is doing this. So, yes, uh, it looks like it's almost primordial, but not quite. And I'll explain to her what her, the tattoo was. And she, she nods. When devils learned to write contract law, they went to the elemental plane of law to learn how. Those people are no joke. That potion, you'll go to where Dela is now. If whatever has grip on her can be reasoned with, it gives you the only chance you're going to have. Would you like to give this to Bron, or should I? Now, if I do it, I can't help my nature. Something comes with it that I can't stop. It gets to be a, a deal thing, and I'm not doing that. I appreciate that. There are things I want to see happen, and none of this is that. Uh, I'm going to leave you to deal with... There's enough for one person to use that. Uh, unless you had some kind of a, I don't know, some fermented herbal essence that you could use to, to, to diffuse it. Um... So, Walker. <laughs> oh, it's a Witcher potion. <laughs> I, uh, do I do I still have a tea appointment with Blaze? Is that keeping me to ask? You do have the appointment, but he understands if you don't want to keep it right now. We can always deal with this a little later. It's fine. I'll keep my appointment. Okay. I'll give the potion <clears throat> to Ron and explain everything about it and stuff, and let him know where it came from as well. You said this can be diffused. Yes, if you would like support on your journey, I'm sure Enzo and myself would be happy to accompany you. Follow me. Well, you work on that. I have an appointment, a previous commitment. I'll be right back. You get directed to Blaze's offices. I want to bring something along. What do you bring? GM's tea set. Ooh. Okay. So I'm bringing that to the office. Uh, he opens the door, issues you inside. It has cherry blossom trees and blue butterflies on it. The, the desk has no chairs, it's really down low to the ground, like a Japanese table. He takes a seat and uh, has, has his own tea set set up because you informed him that you wanted to have tea. Sees that you brought a tea set. Oh, oh, I did not know you, uh, you had one. This is actually... I, I had an ulterior motive for coming here. I I can't imagine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like being so easily seen through, but just hear me out here. I understand you have an eye for Master Chion. And although I may object to some of your, I don't know what to call them, methods, some of your 
gifts. I can't deny that you do make her happy. And right now, she really needs someone to make her happy. So I give you this tea set as a gesture of good faith, with the only stipulation being that you return it as soon as possible and offer all the comfort you can to Chiel. I'm no good with that kind of thing. He has no idea how to deal with that. He's taking the moment. <laughs> now, I'm going to ask you as the dungeon master, because I might need to make an insight roll for him, is there an ulterior motive here? Because I can see one, I just don't know if you can. There was, a, a, I mean, the original plan was that he was going to brew some iceberry tea. <laughs> okay. Sort of in Shion's tea set. As, like, the ultimate, like... But. <laughs> but to be honest, there is there is no motive at this point. He is just honestly, honestly desires that Chio be given something happy in this moment. He's willing to make this sacrifice so for that. He takes the tea set and he looks at mm. it for a second. Then he sets it down, looks at you, and says, There's something that I think you need. And he slaps the shit out of you. <laughs> Here, you need this backhand! The important question, was it back or front hand? Uh, it was front. Okay. It was, it was palm. It was an instruction. It was an open hand. It was an open hand Palm forward educational hand to face contact. Like it's educational? Like, please do not take another step in or out of this office without assessing the nature of your spine. Oh, shit. You can't afford to let me win. Not in here. Not out there, not at the tatami, not at the dinner table. That is not the stakes we are playing for. Well, you think this is a game? Yes, I do. And he blinks at you twice, very deliberately. Gods and devils. Okay, my eyes dart back to the tea set. He sits back and goes, I am willing to pretend this meeting never happened. Oh my. I, d I don't know what to do with this level of disrespect. <laughs> oh. Alright. Yeah. Fine. You think this is some sick contest? You, you could be sure as the nine hells I'm going to I'm going to win it if only to keep your sick whatever it is from getting any closer to Master Chiel that's the spirit yeah so you know what shove some ice berries up your ass I'm gonna win this thing and he's gonna take the tea set and leave <laughs> <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.
<laughs> Ultimate dickery. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm steamed. <laughs> Shouldn't be time. Oh, Ron? no, 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 no. No, no. <laughs> I'm going to stick my head back in, and I'm just going to thaumaturgy just a, like, sick-sounding shart. <laughs> <laughs> and, and just pulled out the fart noises. It's serious. <laughs> Don't you give me insight and a disad because you are that enraged right now? Insight? Yeah. Nine. Yeah, now, nah, you're pretty sure the shark hit the mark exactly the way you meant. Oh, he's yeah. terrified of that now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is my first step on the path to greatness. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> <Ugh>, bastard. <laughs> okay, now, yeah, now I'm. it's on. I'm going to bust back in with the tea set and be like, all of my Donkey Kong. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to say, I came, I came into Blaze's office and look what I found hiding on his shelf. Most of the gasps. Give me a deception at advantage because you are that pissed <laughs> off. Oh, thank goodness you gave me advantage on that one. Because uh, I rolled a nat one on the first one. Uh, deception, you say? Yeah. Eighteen? The delicate gasp. The delicate hand on the chest. <gasps> this man has been playing you for a fool. I'll not have it stand any longer. I'll bet you I'll bet you I could find evidence that the music he composed for you was not even an original composition. <laughs> oh. He has no honor. This is a lot. I was I just kept putting Bron. Yeah, because, you know, Bron and she are, like, delicately leaning over this barrel and get, getting out some, some some goblets of whatever has come, whatever he's, he's managed to brew up. <laughs> I, I walk over to the door where he's just come in. I reach into the bowl of water that has some rags in it, take one and wring it out and hand it to him. You go, hold it in front of your face, just in case. The one thing that both Chio and Braun are going to notice that Enzo might not is the big red handprint on the right <laughs> side of his face, or left side of his face. <laughs> Did he strike you too? When you rescued oh. it from his uh, office? Yes, yes he did. I called him out on his shenanigans. My goodness. Received this mark for my trouble. You poor thing, and I'll, I'll, I'll like stroke his, his cheek a little bit, gently soothing it with my my cold hand. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for rescuing my tea set. It belonged to my mother. I think I I told you that before. Yes, you're you're very kind. Felt like I should return it post haste, especially in this moment of distress. I. I... There's a lot of happening. So, Ron, give me a proficiency with your uh, uh, roll on the proficiency with your uh, brewing kit. Okay. She and Enzo have a moment. <laughs> and she's got her hand on his face, soothing the, the redness out. Step on my path to greatness. <laughs> you can feel the elemental energy because yeah. Blaze 
not damage, just left a little extra heat in there. Yeah. That is a 14. First degree burn. That's a 14. Okay. Gio and Enzo can both give me a con save 15. <laughs> no. Nope. 13. 7. So there was that smell that chased you below, uh, from below decks in the boat. Except this is worse. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. And she's gonna run away. <laughs> run out of there. This is like a badger ate a skunk that had been eating poop. Ew. And they all died and exploded at the same time. Ew. Devils. Chiro, <laughs> no! You have the potion! <laughs> you have to come back! <laughs> Towards the door. <laughs> just throwing up in like a bucket down the hall. Stench! <laughs> so you've got three goblets of this stuff just waiting for the infusion of the potion. I have to go here, go here, take it. So, not happening. And so, there you go. Three goblets. Infused with the potion of negotiation that smell like things you ate weeks ago and got rid of around the same time. It's a con save 15 to drink these. Chio may not be coming with you guys. <laughs> Here, friends. I will Hold give up. you advantage because it is that dire a situation. Alright, friends. To honor, to glory, to daylight. Yeah, that, that'll give you the advantage. What was what was the... Uh, 15? My highest was a 14. I'll take it. It's not pretty, but you managed to get it down. No, no, just hold my nose, hold my nose. That one. Ah! Oh, you don't need to roll. Okay. Bronze good. Bronze fine. You said this. Yeah, this, this is not the worst thing you've ever made. <laughs> 16. You all manage to drink <clears throat> the potion. You get that dizzy feeling. You've got a couple of seconds. You're all in Bronze Room, but you're about to go nap naps. What do you do? Oh, I've got a second. Um, he's not going to know what to do with those few seconds, so he's probably just going to fall over. Okay. He will delicately <laughs> sit down against a wall. All right. Bronze stands upright until he, and then realizes too late. <laughs> <laughs> Timber! Oh, Ooh, I should go to my goo, dear. He successfully hits Enzo on the way down. <laughs> oh, no. Don't worry, I'm proficient in horn extraction. <laughs> and now, a word from our sponsor. How many battles must there be? How many lives must be lost? How did I get this stain on my robes? Good heavens, friend Enzo. It looks like you sat in a whole cobalt. That stain will get you funny looks in more civilized lands. Unsightly stains last, bringing shame to school and self. That's embarrassing. Oh no! As if my social awkwardness could become more unbearable. How can I bear existence with this cobalt stain on my robes? 
Do not worry, Enzo. It isn't possible for you to become any more socially awkward. As for the stain, that calls for the power of opera soap. Of course, opera soap. That cleansing power will remove this entire kobold from my robes. And my social awkwardness... Oh. Thank you, opera soap. Yes, opera soap. Now formulated to remove stains composed of entire demi-humans from cotton, leather, chainmail, and polyester. Now available in the nation or city-state you call home. Thank you for listening. If you like this and want more, you can find us at thelairaction.com.